0: Shabbos, Perak, Mishnah Dalad five, four, more about what animals can't go out with on Shabbos because it's a necessary burden or because it could fall off and you'll carry it. Ein chamor yotzei da'as. The donkey can't go out with its blanket, saddle blanket on it. Bizmanch in a alo. If the saddle blanket's not tied firmly to the donkey, um, one shot is, um, we're concerned here that it will fall off and you'll end up carrying it. Velo and it can't go out wearing a bell. Afal pi pakuk. That's true even if the bell has been stopped up. The idea being that if an animal walking around on a bell, the, it would be to attract attention so people could know it's um, available for sale. He's taking it to market, and you can't do that on Shabbos, Maris Ain, and therefore no bells allowed on your animals, um, even if you can't hear them because they've been stuffed up and not making noise. V'lob sulam, Also, the donkey can't have... Um, like a splint on its neck. The idea is the donkey has some kind of sore on its back, let's say, and it's going to be gnawing at it and playing with it. You want to prevent that, you know, that sore from becoming infected or whatever the story is, and therefore you want to restrain the donkey by putting some splints so it can't bend its neck. So that's the sulam. The word sulam literally means a ladder, and the reason why is because the shape of the splint resembles a ladder, kind of like a simple ladder, um, much the same way if you remember those, like, you know, balsa wood bridges from high school science competitions kind of look like a ladder, um, so that's the idea here. The point is that it's 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 um, beams that are, have you know cross beams to reinforce it. So you can't do that again because we're concerned that the donkey is going to fight the ladder and knock it off, and then it will you'll end up carrying it in the sh'asirah. Same goes. You can't put straps um, like protective straps around the ankles of um, the donkey, and the reason why is because we're concerned that. You're trying to protect your donkey so its legs which are bumping to each other don't you know, scratch and get irritated one to the other. Um, but um, the fear is that because there's that friction, the strap will come loose and then the donkey will end up knocking up the strap and you'll end up picking it up and carrying it in Rishon Sarabim. The chickens can't go out with strings. Um, the little strings that are tied to the, the legs of the chicken so you can identify which chicken belongs to whom nor can you have little straps that um, tie the legs of the chicken together so it can't jump up and down and knock things over that's considered to be an excessive restraint so you can't do that to the chicken on Shabbos Zacharim are rams and they can't go out with their wagon under their the alia is the tail the fatty tail of a, of a sheep, of a ram um, the idea is that sheep have these ridiculously long fat tails um, and they so over the centuries sheep have been bred to have these big fatty tails because people like the tail fat of the sheep in modern Israel you can go to a shawarma shop throughout the country and ask for um, shuman kesef the fat the uh, fat of for a sheep and they'll serve it to you on the big white wiggly glob and um, you see it on top of the shawarma spit that big piece of, of fat there so people love it except the cardiologists don't like it one bit. And um, and they've been bred over the years to have these big, massive tails, kind of like the poor turkeys that are bred to have big, large breasts. Um, just the same way, the turkeys can't freely walk around anymore. They fall over forward because their breasts are so big. The um, the the lamb, the sheep with these massive tails, they drag on the floor and kind of can get cut up and injured. And therefore, the custom has been, and you can kind of Google this, you'll see this was the same thing in Europe also, like, you know, 1203 years ago. They had these little kind of like trolleys that were with wheels underneath the tail of the sheep, so it shouldn't drag on the ground and get torn up. but you can't do that on Shabbos; it's considered to be too much of a burden for the animal. That's what we're saying here. So in Hazacharim, the rams can't go out yotzin in the Rishosarab ba'agala with that little trolley, that wagon, shatachas ha'aliyashelan that would be beneath, placed beneath their fatty tail. Vena rachelim yotzes chanunos. You can't when sheep graze so. They've got their noses in the grass, so little kind of parasitic worms can crawl up their nose and cause mischief to the animals. So if they're rams, what happens is rams frequently butt heads one with the other, and any worms up their nose will be dislodged and come loose. But the ruchelin, which is a female sheep, the word for that in English is a ewe, E-W-E, so the the ewe's aren't butting their heads, therefore how will you get those parasitic worms out of their nostrils? The answer is you'd stick this yachnun plant, like wood chip, into their nostril. And that would prompt the sheep to sneeze. Kind of like, imagine, you know, pepper up the nose or something. The idea is by prompting the sheep to sneeze, it cleans out its nasal passages, ejecting those parasitic worms. But having the wood chip in the nose of the sheep is going to be, according to some, of term, a burden on the animal. Others is it's going to fall out and end up carrying it. Um so that you can't have the rachel in those years walk around chanunos. Ve'in ha'egel yotze be'gimon. Egel is a calf, like meaning a baby cow. It can't go out gimon, be'gimon, with the gimon, according to the Bartonura. The gimon um, is from like Lashen gemi. A gemi is a reed. So this is a practice yoke that goes around the neck of the calf. It's made out of reeds. It's not actually really for pulling anything. It's not really hooking up to any, you know, plow. Um, but it's to give the give the calf practice of being wearing something around its neck. And since that's just practice and a burden on the calf, uh, it can't be hooked up to walk around with this gimon on Shabbos. Vlopara baor kupad You can't attach the or as a skin. Kupad is like a hedgehog. It's like, you know, prickly skin. You can't attach that to the udders of the cow. According to the Bavli, the issue is we're concerned other animals, will actually, like, leeches and other creatures will steal milk from the cow. To retard that, you're putting on this, like, prickly um, udder protector to keep the animals away. Um, I googled it. I see there are instances of different animals, like feral cats stealing seals' milk, etc. It is a thing in nature. Baboons steal milk also in Africa um, from animals. So don't believe the hype that you hear that only human beings eat other creature's milk. It's not true apparently, and that was a concern according to the Bavli. According to Yerushalmi, the issue is um, that the farmer doesn't want the mommy cow to nurse its baby anymore. I guess that's to dry up the milk supplies of the cow, etc., maybe so it can get pregnant again, whatever the case may be. The point is, um, according to your this hedgehog skin is to stop nursing of baby cow on mommy cow. Vloberatsua shabane carneha and also cows can't go out with a strap between its horns. Cows are very docile creatures. They're big and look scary, and you've probably seen, you know, these bulls attacking people and you know, um in bullfights and stuff. But in general, cows are super docile. They do not they're not aggressive, they do not need anything really to restrain them, and therefore even a simple strap between its horns, some learn it's an issue of, of and the Bart says even if it's for noy, even for decoration decoration, and it's certainly a burden on the animal for nothing. That might be telling machlokas if there's such things as a tachshet, of an ornament for an animal, um, or if it's restraining the animal. In all cases, it's a burden on the cow and unnecessary, and therefore no straps allowed between the horns of cows. The mission says, mm-hmm. The mission reports how Rabbi ben Benazariah's cow used to go out on Shabbos with the strap between its horns, and the Chacham were not happy about that one bit. This is alluding to um, a story that comes up a few times in the Gemara, in Mishnayis. Um <coughs> Rabbi ben Benazariah didn't own this cow. It was actually his neighbor's cow. Um, but the neighbor's cow went out with the strap between its horns. Rabbi ben Benazariah did not object to it, and since Rabbi ben Benazariah was the rabbi and the neighbor, the burden was upon him to make sure that um, his neighbor was protected from doing averas. And since he didn't, rebel Azariah didn't act, um, To be wasn't proactive, so the Mishnah is imputing responsibility to him. Whereas the Mishnah is saying that the Chazal looked at Rebel Azariah, who knew better and should have known better, as the responsible party, and it's as if it were his cow doing the avera. And we're reporting that was to their dissatisfaction. Um, this comes up again, other Mishnayas. Um, it seems there are a few times when Elizabeth Rosaria and the Chum disagreed, and um, there is even a story um, in the Rishonim that this is referring, believe it or not, not to Elizabeth Rosaria's cow, but to his wife who went out with this thing in his hair, her hair. And again, the rabbis objected, and he um, was prompted to sort of do some very severe tshuva, uh, fasting until his, his uh, teeth rotted. So, Whatever the case is, um, cows, according to everyone, are not allowed to go out with straps between their horns because that's an excessive, excessive restraint. And with that, we finish the fifth paric of animals. And now we will go to the sixth parak, which talks about what human beings may or may not wear in public on Shabbos.